Hi, this is Tony, and welcome back to the book writing series. And in the first episode, we talked about the reason why you want to write the book. And I took you through some, you know, just to kind of get you to understand what this whole book writing thing is all about, right? And that maybe what you really want to do is just simply use that knowledge and that and that idea that you have to get your message out. In which case, writing a book could be or it might not be the right thing for you to do. And again, I didn't want to discourage you from that. I just want you to make sure that you do the right thing for you, okay? And so in this episode, I'm going to take you through the steps to writing a book. And I know this is something you've been waiting for. So right after this, we're going to get right to it. Are you ready for a change and to finally do something about that feeling inside of you that says you have a different calling in life? To finally go after that dream or dust off that project you've been thinking of creating but still haven't done anything about yet? Do you need some support, direction, or motivational words from someone who has been there and who understands you? Well, if so, you've come to the right place. This podcast is a place to find inspiration for those who want to take control and change their lives for the better. Welcome to Life Change Secrets. Here's your host, Tony. So let's get right into it. We're going to talk about the actual steps to writing a book. Now, here's what I say. I want to be very clear about something. There's always different ways to do things. This is the way I've done it. And I think I have some experience having written now eight books in two different languages. By the same token, I'm not going to say that my way is the only way. All right. So I, and this has always been my approach in all the video courses that I've done, all the podcast episodes that I've done, all the books that I've written. I always say, especially if they're self-help books or if they're how-to um, topics, I always say, this is what I did. And so if you don't know how to do this or you've never done this before, you might get some stimulus from what I've done. But this is what I did, okay? And it's working for me. So here we go. The first thing is, you know, no-brainer, you're going to have an idea. You, there's something that you want to write about. It's either a, a fiction or nonfiction. You might have a novel inside of you, a story that you want to tell. It might be a true story or maybe it's not a true story. Um, or maybe you have a self-help topic. Maybe you want to help people to sell real estate or flip houses or um, become a coach or um, transform their lives or um, start their own nursery. I mean, there's so many different how-to and self-help topics that you know, you might want to help people to get over you know, how to lose weight or, you know, overcome some illness or, you know what I mean? There's just so many different topics. So I don't know what your idea is, but, you know, that's the start. No brainer, right? What I would suggest is to go out and do some research. And when I say do some research, it means, just means, you know, go in bookstores and look in those in the category of the kind of book that you're thinking about writing and just see what's out there. Just, you know, maybe read some of those books. Look at the book covers. See how they how the authors present themselves. What their covers look like. The things that are written on their covers. See what their books, you know, their writing styles are so that you can maybe, 
you know, just get some ideas. And then you're going to think about what your style is. And if you've never written a book before or you're not used to writing, you're probably going to discover your style as you write. Then you're going to want to think about who's the book for. And so I like to think about this as an avatar. Who is that person that you're actually writing this book for? Who's the person who's going to read this book? Who is it for and who is it not for? For example, and I'll just give you some examples of some of my books. I've written self-help books. I've written one novel. And you know, if I think about my self-help books, I have a book called Strategic Leadership, for example. And strategic leadership is for small business owners who don't have a clear idea of what their strategy is, their company strategy is, or their, you know, their small business strategy, and they need help figuring that out. And who it's not for is someone who's not committed to doing the work. If that's, you know what I mean? And I tell people that right off the bat. If you don't want to do the work, this isn't for you. Because this is a step-by-step walk you through the process. But you have to do it. You can't just read the book and then think everything's going to be done. If that's what you think, it's not for you. See what I'm saying? So you need to have a really clear idea of who your book is for and who it isn't for. And the reason that this is so important is because then that will allow you throughout the course of the book... When you know that you're, who you're writing it for, it will help you to speak their language. Okay? And uh, it's the same thing when I do videos. When I was trained to do videos and you're looking into the camera, you're not just looking into the camera. You're, you're actually speaking to someone and you know who that person is. You know why they're listening to you, what it is they want to know. You know how they want to be talked to, how they want to be communicated to. You know what I mean? And so the clearer the idea you have about who that person is, who's going to read that book, the, the better your communication is. And not only that, also the better your marketing strategy is going to be because those people are going to feel like you're talking to them. Okay? The next thing that you're going to want to think about is, and again, I'm talking to you about the process that I go through, is the goal for the book. Now, if you're going to write a self-help book, there's a goal for that book. For example, when I wrote strategic leadership, the goal that I set for myself, I said, when I, whoever reads this book, when they get to the end of it, I want them to have a step-by-step strategy plan already done. When I wrote The Courage to Change, I said, whoever, when the people finish this book, they will have their step-by-step plan in place. They'll have it done. It's a step-by-step book. So you might say, well, I'm. what if I'm writing a novel. Well, if you're writing a novel, you know, you, depending on what kind of novel you're writing, is it a thriller? Is it a crime story? Is it a scary story or a horror story? Is it a dreamy kind of a romantic type story? At any rate, you know, at the end of the story, you know, you know what the outcome of the story is going to be. Is It might be a story that you want to write to, to, to give a message. Maybe it's going to be a metaphoric story. Maybe it's going to be a story that has a moral to it. You know what I mean? At any rate, try to think about what's the end goal of the book that you're going to write. Okay? Once you have that in, in mind, you're going to start to put together a structure for your book based on the topics that you're going to actually present and go through in the book. So again, I'm going to start out with an example of a nonfiction book, of a self-help book. 
And I'll give you again the example of strategic leadership or the courage to change or acting career startup. You know, you have there's certain ideas that you want to display in this book. And so the question is, what are they? So I would just start about brainstorming about what what are the what is it that people need to know about this book or about this subject, about this topic. And it's just the same thing. If we think about what I'm taking you through right now, this is I'm just giving you the structure. But if I were to put this into a book, then all the stuff that I'm explaining to you would be part of the chapter. Okay, so I thought about what do I have to tell these people about writing a book? I have to tell them about the idea. I have to tell them about their avatar. I have to tell them about the structure. I have to tell them about the content. I have to tell them about how to break down the content. I have to tell them about the, and talk to them about the logical sequence. I have to tell them, tell them about um, how to get feedback before, during, and, and after the process. You see what I'm saying? So the first thing you're going to do before you, to create your structure, you're going to have to figure out what's going to go in that structure. So what are the ideas that I want to talk about in this book? And then you start to think about you know, how I'm going to position them. I'm going to put them in a logical sequence. So one of the things you might think is, well, I'm going to have an introduction. Well, let's do that last. We're going to talk about that last. And the title, we can even do that later too. You might have a great title that you already think about, but let's put that on the back burner for a moment, okay? And think about these ideas that you're going to have that are going to be structured in a logical sequence. So for example, The Courage to Change when I thought about writing that book, I said, what are the topics that you want to write about? And I said, well, to orchestrate a successful change, you're going to have to have clarity. You're going to have to have a clear vision. You're going to have to have a plan. You're going to have to stay on track. You're going to have to be able to see all the possibilities that there are out there. And then I said, okay, Tony, but what's the logical sequence to put those five major categories that you want to talk about in this book What's the logical sequence? And I said to myself, the first one is clarity. It's about looking yourself in the mirror first and understanding who that person is who's going to have to make this change. And that person is you. So first of all is putting people in front of the mirror. The second step I said that makes sense in the logical sequence is making sure that people understand that there are so many ideas out there. There's so many different ways for them to get what they want. And so I thought about that. Then the next step in the process is the vision. So about helping people to get a clear vision of where they want to go and where they want to see their lives in three or five years from now. The next step is after you have a clear vision, you need to have a plan. And so you need to put a plan together in order for you to achieve that vision. And then I say, okay, well, great, then it's finished. No, it's not finished yet because now, once you have the plan together, the best plans are not going to be worth anything if you don't stay on track and disciplined and determined and persevere to make sure that you get what you want. And so there's the motivational piece. And so people need to know how to be able to motivate themselves. So you see what I'm saying? You need to have a logical sequence for your content. And so once you have those macro categories then, then you need to say, okay, first one about clarity. What are you going to talk about in the clarity thing? What are you going to talk about in when helping people to think outside the box and seeing that there's a lot of different ways to get what they want? What are you going to put in the vision? What are you going to put in the steps of the plan? What are you going to put in the motivational piece? Okay. And so when I go back to that, there's seven steps to getting clarity. And I know exactly what those steps are. There's different 
things that I talk about in the chapter about being able to see a lot of different possibilities. There's a process that I take people through to, to clarify their vision. There is 11 steps in the planning process. There are 18 different ways that I share with people about how I keep myself motivated and then I take them through some steps that they could use to help them to motivate themselves. You see what I'm saying? You think about you're writing a novel maybe and I wrote, I've written a novel but and here's a way to do that too. I didn't actually write the novel. I got a ghostwriter to write the novel because I said I don't really know how to develop a story. I don't, I've never done that before because that's a different angle of writing. Okay, And so what I did was I wrote, I think it was, oh man, I think it was like almost 50 pages. And what I did was I wrote the structure of the book, almost like what I'm telling you right now. And I wrote chapter by chapter. I said, this is the, these are the chapters that I want to write. And I started to develop it from the first chapter. And I thought about who the book was for, like all the stuff I was telling you about before. And then I started to develop the book chapter by chapter. And I said, these are, the per these are the people in the book. These are the parents in the story. This is the boy. This is what his father and mother are, are like. And I described to the ghostwriter what these people are like and the characteristics that they have. And then I developed in each chapter, I said, this is what I want to happen in chapter one, in chapter two, in chapter three, and so on and so forth. And I told him, I described to him what I want to happen, and he actually developed the story for me. So that's another way that you can think about doing this. But at any rate, you know, when I went through, it was chapter by chapter by chapter, and that's how the structure of the book came about. So you're going to want to, you know, think about your structure, macro categories, micro categories inside the macro categories, and make sure that it's all in a logical sequence, all right? And then you're going to want to get some feedback because you could decide, you know, you're just going to write the whole thing and then get feedback from somebody or try to get it published. I would try to get feedback as you go along. So as you write the different pieces of that book, I would try to get feedback. For example, an excellent example is when I wrote the novel. The, the novel in Italian is called Pedrito. It's about the life of this boy who plays football, soccer. And from the age of five years old all the way up until when he's like 19 or 20 years old and then he becomes a man. And it's all about the trials and tribulations that he has that is really identifiable with a lot of boys in here in Italy who play soccer. So the way I worked with the ghostwriter was that he wrote each chapter and then he gave me the chapter to read and look through and I told him whether I liked it or not and the things that I wanted him to change. And he went back and changed it. And I read it again. And I said, okay, now you can proceed to the next chapter. That's what I did. Okay. That was with the novel that I didn't know how to write. On, in the nonfiction books that I've written, I like to get feedback for each section. So I wrote, for example, in The Courage to Change, I wrote the first section about the clarity. And then I gave it to some people to read. And I said, what do you think? And they gave me their feedback while I was writing the next part because I was sure that that's the, that's the process. So, you know, you can, there's no right or wrong way to do it. You can, you can write the whole book first and then get feedback or you can write part of the book. I wrote another book called Talent Alone Isn't Enough and it's about 20 secrets to getting the most out of your life on and off the field and it's for 
teenagers from the age of 14 years on up and their parents and coaches to read together. It's a very interactive book. And again, I got some help from a ghostwriter in part of that, and part of that I wrote. So I was actually working with the ghostwriter, and he was giving me feedback as we went along. So like I said, getting feedback, though, before, during, and after the process of that you've actually written a book, I think is a, is a good idea. And then what you're going to want to do, the next step is you're going to want to get the book edited because you also have to realize this. If you're not used to writing and you're not, that's not your profession and you've never learned how to write, you're just sitting down writing a book because you think that you know, what you've written is what you like, I would strongly recommend getting it edited by a professional editor and that's going to cost you some money. It's going to cost you, depending on the length of your book, it could cost you maybe around $2,000 to do that. You know, so, so I'm starting to give you a little bit of insight also about the costs associated with writing a book, okay? Now, if you get a, a, a publisher, a traditional publisher, and we're going to talk about it in the next episode, if you get a traditional publisher, the publisher will give you feedback. But, you know, that's another kind of process as well. Here's another little thing that you might want to think about, and that is when you write... This was a piece of advice that I got from one of my college professors. He told us, he said, when you write something, you have to write an article, you have to write an essay or a thesis or a book or whatever. When you start to write, go through the session that you're in. Maybe it's a four-hour session that you, you just sat down and you're dedicating time only to writing. Write it. Don't think that you got it right away and then move on. Write that section and then leave it sit for a day or two. And then go back and look at it and read it again. And what you're probably going to find is you're going to have some tweaks to make, okay? Because rarely are you just going to write something once and then it's just going to be good, you know, and it's going to be the way you like it. Because I can guarantee you this, if you don't go back and look at it, you're going to get through it. And then when the book is already done, you're going to go back and read it and say, what was I thinking <laughs> back then? That doesn't even sound right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so you, you want to, you're going to leave it. I think that's some, that was some really, really good advice that I got. Then the other piece of advice that I would personally give you is, Make sure that you cut out, I would say, four-hour time blocks to sit and write in, in a time when you're not going to be disturbed by anyone. Because you can't think that if you just have a half hour, you're going to start writing, and then you get interrupted, and then you're going to go back and write again. It's just, it's not, it just doesn't work. You know, it doesn't, for me, it doesn't work, and I know a lot of other writers for whom it doesn't work either. You need to have some really, really good concentration time. So you need to go someplace where you're not going to be disturbed. Turn the phone off. Turn the messages off. Put the phone away. Put it on silent. Put it in your pocket. Someplace you can't see. And just write. Concentrate fully on what it is you're there to do. Okay? That's just a personal piece of advice from me because I, I, I need time. I can't, I can't you know, nitpick the time. It just doesn't work for me. The other piece of advice that I would give you is don't worry about tweaking too much. Now, the, the piece of advice that I gave you before about writing and then going back and looking at it and then, you know what I mean? That, I think that's a good thing to do, but don't tweak too much. It's never going to be perfect. And before you start getting some really, really good feedback and get that professional editor, that's their job to do that. You know, it's not yours. Just write because if you, there is no perfection. 
And you don't even know, if you're not a professional writer, you don't even know what perfection is. You're just doing it the way you like it. You see what I'm saying? So just write it, tweak it a couple times, and then just get it out there. That's my personal uh, piece of advice. Now that you have all that done, now you can go back and, and the whole book is clear and you might want to have it even edited first. Now you can go back and write the introduction because now you're, the, the idea that you had about this book is even clearer than it was when you started because now you've written it. It's not an idea anymore. It's actually on paper. And now that you have it on paper, now you can actually write the introduction and mean it because you know what the book is about from backwards and forwards and upside down and inside out. And you know the book now because now it's really on paper. So now you can write the introduction. Okay? You can write the acknowledgments. You know, acknowledgments, you know, you can do whatever you want, but to, to write some long, drawn out acknowledgments, I mean, it's nice because you might want to just mention people, but. You know, the, the reader probably isn't going to read all those anyway. So keep them short, sweet, and to the point. You're going to want to set your price for the book, which is another reason why you're going to want to go do some research before so that you can see what other books or similar books are priced at. So you, want to, you don't want to price yourself out of the market, but at the same time, you don't want to price yourself too low either. And then you're also going to need an ISBN number because that's something that you legally have to have if you want to sell your book. Every book that is sold publicly has to have an ISBN number, okay? And so that's basically the process of, that I go through when I write a book, okay? So, you know, it goes all the way from the idea all the way down to, you know, setting the price and getting your ISBN number. So I hope this was helpful. In the next episode, we're going to talk about publishing, and the different ways that you could actually get your book out so that people will see it, okay? And like I say, if writing a book isn't something that you personally are interested in, or if it is and you know someone else who's also interested in knowing more about you know, what it takes to write a book, then please share this, this link with them. Send it to them. Let them you know, get in on this too, because it can be helpful for them as well. And also, please leave me a review let the world know what you think about me. Tell me what you think about me. Tell me if there's any other topics that you would like me to cover. And I would be more than happy to do that. I love doing this. And at any rate, please stay with me now because I have a lot more things to say. <laughs>